McCarthy and the New York Post In April 1953, McCarthy subpoenaed New York Post editor James Weschler. It was no secret that Weschler had belonged to the Young Communist League in the early 1930s while attending Columbia University, but he had dropped out in 1937 following a visit to Russia. During the late 1940s, he became an outspoken anti-communist, helped establish Americans for Democratic Action, an anti-communist liberal organization, and worked to oust communists from leadership positions in the newspaper guild. McCarthy called Weschler to a closed hearing, ostensibly to ask about books written by Weschler that were housed at libraries at U.S. embassies. The State Department prohibited books and other materials by known communists in the government's overseas libraries. After a string of preliminary questions about his books, McCarthy asked Weschler about the internal affairs of the Post, which had published a 17-part series two years earlier headlined, Smear Incorporated, Joe McCarthy's One-Man Mob. The series characterized McCarthy's anti-communist campaign as the most fabulous hoax of the century. The newspaper later received a Newspaper Guild Award for Best Job of Reporting and Writing, but the series did not please the senator. The exchange continued. McCarthy Mr. Weschler, uh, do you have any other people who are members of the Young Communist League? Uh, who were or are members of the Young Communist League uh, working for you on your newspaper? Weschler, I believe it is a citizen's responsibility to testify before a Senate committee whether he likes the committee or not. McCarthy, I know you do not like this committee. Weschler, I want to say that I think you are now exploring a subject which the American Society of Newspaper Editors might want to consider at some length. I answer the question uh, solely because I recognize your capacity for misinterpretation of a failure to answer. To my knowledge, there are no communists on the staff of the New York Post at this time. McCarthy then asked a barrage of questions about stories in his newspaper. Have you been making attacks upon J. Edgar Hoover and editorial columns of your paper? McCarthy asked. Weschler confirmed that the Post had carried a couple of editorials criticizing the FBI. Have you always been very critical of the heads of the Un-American Activities Committee? McCarthy asked. Weschler confirmed that he had not spoken highly of J. Parnell Thomas, the HUAC chairman, who was later sent to prison for padding his office payroll and accepting kickbacks. McCarthy demanded a list of party members as a crude test of Weschler's break with the Communist Party and his loyalty to the United States. The senator told Weschler, You say that you have severed your connection. I am not going to, at this time, try to pass on addressing whether that is true or not. If you or I were a member of the Communist Party and we wanted to advance the Communist cause, perhaps the most effective way of doing that would be to claim that we deserted the party and 
if we got control of the paper, use that paper to attack and smear anybody who actually was fighting communism. Now, without saying whether you have done it, you would agree that that would be a good tactic, would you not? I regard this inquiry as a clear invasion of what used to be considered the newspaper's right to act and function independently, Weschler said. I am hopeful that there will be voices raised by newspapers throughout the country in protest against this inquiry. A few days later, Weschler called on McCarthy to release a hearing transcript. McCarthy responded that under Senate procedures, a transcript would not be released until his hearings were complete.